This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you're at your best, you can do great things. But sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. I've personally never tried therapy, but I've heard from friends it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com Waypoint to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot Waypoint. Are you looking for a memorable getaway for your family that's packed with adventure? Look no further than Lake Erie. Powderhook, in partnership with the Great Lakes Fishery Commission, has all the resources you need to plan your adventure to the walleye capital of the world. The best part is, you don't have to be an experienced angler or own a boat to have a fantastic time on the water. While walleye are the main attraction, Lake Erie also offers excellent fishing for yellow perch, trout, steelhead, salmon, and bass. The options are endless, and there's so much to explore on Lake Erie. Knowledgeable and friendly fishing guides are eager to serve you. Whether you want to hire a charter, secure a seat on a headboat, fish from the shore, ice fish, or do a DIY trip on your own boat, all these options are at your disposal with a bit of planning and preparation. Find everything you need at powderhook.com. That's powderhook.com. We know what's biting and can help you enjoy a wonderful fishing experience on Lake Erie. Hello from Go Wild HQ. My guest today on Gearbox Talk is going to give you a ton of information about how to make the jump into wahoo and tuna fishing. He's going to talk about the tackle setups, chumming, trolling, where to find these fish, and how to find a great guide, which may be harder than you think if you don't know this one tip. That guest today is Jonathan Newar. Now, he's been fishing his whole life, and he spent the last four or five years obsessed with offshore fishing. That passion led him to found Captain Experiences, which is kind of like the Airbnb of fishing guides. You know, you go on there, you type in what you're looking for, and you can book it right then and there. Doesn't cost any extra money. The guides love it because it helps fill their slots. So it's a really cool service. I've actually used it myself, which is why I reached out to Jonathan. And I said, dude, I'd love to have you come on the show. Let's talk a little bit about your passion and a little bit about Captain Experiences. This is not sponsored. I just really like these guys. We're going to talk a little bit about the product at the end, but today it's going to be mostly Wahoo and Tuna. Before we do that, quick update from things here at Go Wild. It has been insane. I mean, like really, really crazy. We've had a ton of people joining and we have shipped out like thousands upon thousands of rewards. I'm not exaggerating. We're shipping hundreds every single day. If you don't know what that's about and you're like, dude, where's my free stuff? I'm going to tell you. You can go to downloadgowild.com right now. You can download the app, which is free. You can create an account, which is free. And when you do that, I'm going to give you $10. You get $10 to spend on whatever you want. No, no strings attached to that. And then from there, as you start to participate in our platform, you post, you buy things, you earn points, more points, unlock more rewards. It's really that simple. You can ask people on the app. There's no strings attached to this. It's just our way to give back. This has us running so busy on top of all the gear reviews and everything we're doing in here. I mean, I'm sitting amid a bunch of crap right now, all this gear that needs to be reviewed. Uh, I, I haven't even found half my camera gear. It's like missing in the piles here. So that's why we got the one camera set up today because it's so nuts. Come join the chaos. We'd love to have you. All right, this is Gearbox Talk with Jonathan Newar.
Jonathan Newar. Welcome to Gearbox Talk. How's it going, man? Good, Brad. How you doing? Doing well. You don't look like you're ready for fishing. I know, I know. I'm up here in downtown Austin in our office, grabbed a call booth, but I uh, wish I was down on the coast somewhere with uh, some salty air. <laughs> don't, don't we all, man? I guess instead we'll have to just settle for it. All right, first, I want to talk a little bit about you know, the, the Wahoo and the tuna and how they're different and how they're similar. Cause you know, a lot of times we're, we're talking to people who are trying to learn about this stuff. You guys have a whole platform that you've built out on, on a variety of species. And I know these two, you, you were particularly passionate about to get to talk about it. So let's talk about it. How are they similar and how are they different? Yeah, definitely. So I guess the first place to start is that they're both very similar and that they're very coveted offshore species. So, you know, people love them for their, uh, their fight, their, their food quality. They're just fantastic. Uh, species to target. Um, in terms of targeting these species, uh, I guess they're similar in the fact that you can target both of them on the troll. Um, so we can get into a few different ways about how you might target tuna, but wahoo are usually caught on the troll uh, as are tuna and a variety of different tuna species. So there's blackfin, yellowfin, uh, even bluefin tuna. Yeah, I've never fished for either one of these. And you and I, and kind of prepping for this show, you, uh, I have my questions lined up and you're like, actually, where we want to go with this is. So I'm excited <laughs> to get into some of that in a second. Uh, so let's talk about some of that, uh, your tackle setup. And well, I guess we'll start with tuna. You know, what is that setup? Walk me through maybe your most standard approach. And then we can kind of go through a variety of different ways that you're fishing for tuna. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, the first thing when you're trolling is that you want to set yourself up for success and it really is a numbers game. Uh, so, you know, if you're going out on a charter, you want a charter that has, uh, you know, a great setup of wide outriggers, uh, you know, which are basically extensions of uh, the boat so that you can get multiple lines in the water, uh, preferably about five lines. Uh, and so that lets you throw, you know, different baits, uh, different selections. You can go, uh, you know, cut bait, you can go strictly lures, uh, you can fish at different depths, uh, but having those outriggers and just a full, uh, a full spread, as they say, is, is going to increase your chances of success. I'm sure this varies uh, area to area, but how many of those are you allowed to have like per angler? How does it, is it a similar setup to that? Or like, are you limit limited with a certain amount? Yeah. I mean, I guess you're really just limited by, um, you know, however many you want. So, so you could really get out there and have a full spread, but then you, you mess with tangling and, yeah. uh, you know, things like that. And then, you know, once you have a fish on, everybody's going to want to clear lines and get them in the boat as quickly yeah. as possible. Uh, and so, you know, usually you're putting a lot of stress on yourself if you go, uh, if you get a little too ambitious with it, but, you know, I would say, um, you know, five is, is about standard. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure. I've done salmon up in the Great Lakes and I know there's like, you have like two, two rods per angler or something like that. That way you can't, one guy doesn't go out with, you know, 10, 10 set up and, uh, you know, bring in a bunch of fish by himself. All right. So I know you're also doing a lot of chumming, which I'm not super familiar with. Can you, can you walk me through, um, you know, your, your chumming approach and what that's like? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, when, when fishing for yellowfin tuna specifically, you know, down here in, in the Gulf of Mexico, um, you know, they love structure. Structure attracts bait fish and obviously bait fish attract bigger fish. It's just, you know, the circle of life, the food chain. Uh, and so you'll get out there, you know, 80 to 100 miles out at these these big rigs, um, you know, the floaters are pretty popular here in Texas. They're, uh, you know, massive floating rigs. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, that's where you'll find these yellowfin and you'll want to sort of, uh, you know, cozy the stern of the boat up uh, so that everybody kind of has, uh, you know, access to the base of these rigs. 
Uh, and then what you want to do is set up a chum line. So you want to figure out, uh, you know, where the current is flowing, uh, you know, what your drift is going to be. And then you want to start by throwing out, uh, you know, cut bait, um, you know, sort of the bloodier, the better, if you will, uh, just getting it out there uh, and seeing, you know, where the tide is, is pushing it or the current. And then you want to have, uh, you know, a cut bait. Uh, you can even actually use uh, tuna for this. So a lot of times you'll catch a blackfin tuna on the troll out there to the rig. Uh, you can cut that up into, you know, silver dollar medallion sized, uh, you know, chunks. And then you'll just uh, work a circle hook into the middle of that chunk and then you'll just free spool it. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about this and it's kind of like fly fishing, right? Where you're trying to always mend your line and make sure that it's staying in the current naturally. That's exactly, you know, sort of the thought process when you're, you're chunking for these tuna. So you just want to work your line. You want to check it, uh, you know, on the surface and make sure that it, there's not a pile of slack, uh, but you also don't want it to be taut. And so then you just continue to, to work that and all of a sudden you'll get a, a big old bite. Nice. And then for, for top water, what, what's your approach for tuna? Yeah. So top water is, is a blast. So, you know, tuna, depending on, on their activity uh, or their mood, so to speak, they'll be anywhere in the water column from, you know, a hundred feet down to right on the surface busting. And so, uh, you know, on our last trip out there, I, I literally had to look up and see, you know, a 60 pound tuna completely out of the water, eight feet <laughs> out of the awesome. water. It was unbelievable. It's probably the craziest thing I've ever seen. Uh, but when they're like that, it's a great opportunity for topwater plugs. And so that's my favorite way to catch them. Um, you know, you're going to want a, a big offshore, you know, open face spinning reel uh, so that you can cast it farther. Whereas if you're, you know, throwing a bait caster, you're, you're going to have yeah. your thumb on it and you're worried about backlashing. Uh, and then, you know, Personally, I think that having braided line there is better because you can cast it further. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, you're just going to want to have uh, a popper, um, you know, similar to like if you were bass fishing, but, you know, times five or times 10. Um, the Nomad uh, Chug Norris is a good one. And so, yeah, you'll just chunk that thing out as far as you can. There's no need to be that accurate if you see a school of these tuna. Uh, and then, yeah, you're just ripping it back to yourself, trying to dig the lip of that lure into the wave so that it's creating this big splash that'll attract the tuna. And then, yeah, the fight is on. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That sounds super fun. Uh, can't say that I've seen that. Um, I'm, I'm curious too. Um, you know, you, you've talked about using some of your artificial for trolling and it, what, how's that vary, you know, from your top water? I know, I know obviously you're using a different setup there. Um, can walk us through the actual lures you're using there too. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, going back to, to Nomad, which is this, uh, you know, Australian company, they make amazing stuff. I think that they're kind of on, on the cutting edge when it comes to, to saltwater lures. Um, but they have two, the, the DTX Minnow and the Mad Max. And so, uh, the Mad Max, I believe it is has a super thick lip. And so, you know, for anyone listening, if you're, uh, you know, at the store, at the tackle shop and you're looking for lures, the bigger the lip is on the front of that lure, the deeper it's going to dive because it's going to bite more of that water and, and dig down there. Uh, and, you know, just like any other type of fishing, you really sort of want to, you know, feed the fish, meet them where they're at. Uh, and so if you have a lure that's, you know, higher up in the water column while you're trolling, that might be more work for that fish, right? But if you have one that gets deeper down, you know, that increases your chances of, of hooking up. And, you know, obviously you want to try different stuff. Uh, but what's great about the Nomad is that they basically get where other lures can't. So they, you can be trolling, you know, north of 10 knots and that lure will still be 50 feet down behind the boat. So that's, that's a pretty unique attribute. How deep are you getting like at most when you, when you're fishing for tuna? 
Yeah. I mean, you can, you can get, you know, as deep as it gets, um, you know, so, so they can, they have a wide range that they might be in. I mean, you're talking top water and then, you know, potentially hundreds of feet. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, we, we have some charter captains, uh, down that they run out of San Juan, Puerto Rico. One of the deepest places in the world is the Puerto Rico trench. Uh, so they're in thousands of feet of water and they're, they're not necessarily fishing that deep for tuna, uh, but hundreds of feet deep is, is definitely, you know, where you'll find them, uh, in addition to, uh, zero feet deep. Makes it a very challenging to find them. I'd imagine, which all the more reason to have a guide. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Yeah. Now, you, you just went through like rapid fire, all the ways to do tuna. Uh, I also want to talk a little bit about Wahoo because there's some similarities um, where this seems like a good time to transition over and talk through some of those similarities in, in your approach to the Wahoo specifically. Where is the overlap and among those tactics you just talked through? Yeah. So the overlap is, is on the troll. Um, so, you know, you can catch them with those, those nomad lures. Um, you know, your, your Zuri has a, a Bonita, you know, lure as well. Um, and then, yeah, you can also catch them, uh, with, with Ballyhoo. And then if you just, you know, link that up, um, you know, behind a, an offshore candy skirt or something like that. And the skirts, you know, they, they basically just make this flutter motion. Uh, and so that'll attract both tuna and wahoo. Okay. And you mentioned, you know, tuna, you're, you might be going out 90 miles. You said how far out of the Wahoo that you're typically fishing for, you know, how far are, are you finding that species? Yeah. So Wahoo, um, about the same, at least here in the Gulf of Mexico or, or you know, specifically the Texas coast, you've got to get out there, uh, you know, 80 to a hundred miles or so. Uh, and the thing about Wahoo Tuna can be caught year round, um, as can Wahoo, uh, but Wahoo are a little bit more sensitive to water temperature. So they like colder water temperatures, uh, which means a lot of the time that you have to get a little bit further out. But I'll caveat that to say, you know, if you're in a place like, um, you know, Puerto Rico, maybe, or, um, you know, Hawaii, uh, you know, on the western shore of the Big Island, uh, they catch Wahoo off the shore, which is unheard of in, in a place like Texas. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, you, you, you mentioned the water temperatures and, and that reminds me of something else I wanted to ask you about. And, um, it's something a lot of people may not know, but understanding the oxygenation with the tuna and, and how they have to keep swimming. Th I'm curious, does that impact like throughout times of year? Are there, are there better places that, is that why they're uh, so temperature dependent? Can you talk through some of that? Again, uh, keeping in mind that people may not be familiar with this species. Yeah, definitely. So um, you're exactly right in the tuna must be continuously moving in order for oxygen to flow uh, through their bodies. Uh, and, you know, that is also why they like uh, cold water. You know, like I said, Wahoo are a little bit more sensitive, uh, but the colder the water, the more oxygen, the higher the oxygen levels are. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's why you'll normally see tuna sort of circling around these rigs. They're not they're not just sort of, you know, floating there in place as a grouper might be. Uh, and that's, that's why you don't, you don't, you know, deep drop for them. You, you can jig for tuna. I've never personally had much success doing that, but, um, yeah, hopefully that answers your question. Awesome. This was like flash bam. Thank you, ma'am approach of like, Hey, here's all the ways to do this. And if you're like me, you're like, that sounds real fun, but I don't know that I'm the guy to go out and learn how to do that by the boat, by the gear. Like some people want to try stuff. And you and I met at ICAST this year yeah. and it was actually serendipitous timing because as I said, I like to go, like when I go fishing in a Florida or wherever I'm at, I like to hire a guide. I think right. it's super, super fun for me. Cause I can just show up, go have fun for a few hours, come back, got some fish. Um, I don't live on the coast like you guys do down South. So it's usually that kind of experience. And there's a lot of people that like to show up and hire a guide and you're going to find fish. 
you all have an awesome concept and I want you to tell people a little bit about it because, you know, um, really, even if, you know, Jacob here, who I work with, who should have interviewed you uh, halfway through this, I was like, man, I should have gotten Jacob in here because he loves fishing so much. But, you know, a lot of times he's hiring a guide because you want to get after the fish quick. And if you're hitting a new area, you know, you don't have to wonder about where the fish are. And you guys have solved a problem that uh, I was having. You know, I had a guide hired and then his, uh, he had a boat motor problems. And all of a sudden I'm like, dude, I'm a few weeks out from my trip. And this is really hard to find a guide, especially yeah. last minute. And through Captain Experiences, you guys came in and saved the day. Talk through, I, w- I want to spend the last little bit of this episode talking through your all's product. And I usually don't do this. I, uh, I, I truly do like the service. I like what you guys are doing. So give a little bit of a shout out for what you guys are doing. And, and uh, you know, we'll do the whole thing at the end on where to find it. But I'm, I'm just kind of curious a little bit of, of uh, you know, the moment of realizing it and, and what you guys have built. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we're, we're really glad that we could get you out there with Captain Nick out of Destin for, yes, for some snapper action. That I got was my awesome. limit. Yeah, and those, those pictures you shared and everything, it's what it's all about. Um, but yeah, you know, the quick story is that I was working in Houston, uh, my hometown company I was working for sold. I said, Hey guys, we always talk about it. Let's finally book that fishing trip. Uh, they said, great job, Jonathan. You just nominated yourself to book a solid trip. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, like I was telling you, grew up fishing my whole life, but never had to book one of these charter trips. And, you know, just like you, in, in that instance, I realized it's a complete mess. I said, hey, if you can book an Airbnb, call an Uber, why am I calling all these different guides, you know, making notes to compare prices, uh, you know, boats, all of that stuff. So long story short, drove down to the docks in Galveston. These guys said they'd love to list on a site that made it quick and easy uh, to earn more trips, that sort of thing. Uh, said, hey, we might have something here and uh, teamed up with my co-founder, Addison, and we launched Captain Experiences. So, you know, the premise is just making it quick and easy for people to book trips, quick and easy for guides. We keep them out of the office and out on the water, as we like to say. Um, but yeah, you can go to the site, captainexperiences.com, filter by location, group size, target species, price, read reviews, uh, book real-time availability with licensed and insured guides. So that's yep. what it's all about. And and this is not a paid advertisement. I swear. Like I, I just <laughs> met these guys and I, I liked them. And we actually started working together. Actually, at one of the rewards with Go Wild that you can unlock is is getting a hundred dollars off one of your fishing trips. And that's kind of where we started. And you know, who knows from here? We might have some content in our future. But I I I loved that there were so many different ways to filter. You know, for me, the urgency was like I got to find some way to go fishing. To you know, we're going to be there for a week. I wanted to make sure we had a day to be able to go do something. And so my priority was just fine. Uh, we didn't have a target species that dime. Cause it's like, I got to get just somebody to get us out on yeah. the boat. But if you're planning out, you can go by species. And then you, like you said, you can go through and look and it has really good side-by-side comparisons of, of the boat where that, where they launch from, which is a big factor. I feel yeah. like a lot of times when I'm looking at this stuff, it's like, I have no idea how long it's going to take me to drive to get to this captain because it's, it, let's be honest here. Some of these guys aren't marketing experts, right? They're, <laughs> it's not in their skill set. So some of their websites are lacking and you guys seem to have uh, found a way to get them to, you know, it's really systematic. So you got everything like is consistent. Um, I, I found the whole experience to be great. You, your all's customer service was great. And I thought it was really cool that Captain Nick was such a fan of you guys. He's like, no, this is great. Keeps me booked. And because I wasn't sure, you know, sometimes you you uh, see services and you're like, I, I wonder, like, are they get, are they angry about getting too much of a cut or something like that? And he's like, no, dude, this is awesome because I stay booked and don't have to worry about finding, uh, you know, people to take out. So yeah. I, I love it. So, uh, you know, I, I'm again, captainexperiences.com, right? 
Yep, that's exactly right. Or the Get Wild app, you got to uh, got to earn yeah. that discount. <laughs> that's right, man. That's right. Uh, so, what's your favorite trip that you've done through your network of guides? Man, uh, I mean, it's it's really tough, but I I'd, I'd probably have to say, you know, the single best moment was, uh, you know, that top water tuna that I caught that I told you about. I mean, it was so cool. We were 110 miles off. Uh, like I said, you know, these fish, you know, I'm looking up to see them. It's it's out of this world. Uh, you know, I cast and. Uh, you know, it was, it was a good fight. Um, but yeah, this, this tuna blew up, uh, and it was, it was just a, it was just a huge moment. It was, it was fantastic. Really special. That's awesome. Well, you go book your own moment, captainexperiences.com. Dude, thanks so much, Jonathan, for coming on and, and talking through really high level. Maybe I'll get you and Jacob or one of your guides together with Jacob and we'll go on yeah. the weeds on this stuff next time. Yeah, I would love to. Thanks, Brad. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thanks, man. All right. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you to Captain Experiences for what you're doing for anglers. I think it's a really cool service. It honestly is a big pain point to me. Like Finding guides is really tough when you're in a new area. So make sure you check them out. Be sure to download Go Wild. Again, we're going to give you a, a free app, a free account. You can earn $10 for creating an account. And then from there, you're going to earn a bunch of awesome stuff. You're going to be in a platform to where you can actually share without getting censored. I mean, some of my buddies have been telling me that in these saltwater groups on Facebook, they're posting pictures and their photos are getting deleted, just upright vanish. And it's it's because uh, they, these photos have dead fish in them, which I don't know if you guys know this. It's generally recommended that the fish is dead before you eat it when you go saltwater fishing. So pro tip for you there. Uh, Facebook doesn't understand that. We're not censoring you. We're not throttling your post. We love to see those posts of, of your big catches. So come on over to Go Wild. The water is fine. All right. Uh, that's it for me today. Again, download GoWild.com. I'm out. I'm out.